0: Right now it's time to have a chat to a lady who has her place in the Australian racing history books as one of the most important figures and I speak of Pam O'Neill the trailblazer for all female jockeys in our great sport and Pam's been doing it tough over the past year with her own battles and it's great to catch up with Pam this morning just to check in and see how she is going and also reflect on the deeds of Jamie Carr most recently as well. Pam good morning to you Good morning, Michael. How are you? I am well, and I'm hoping you're reasonably well because it's been a pretty tough 12 months. How are you doing?
1: Uh, I have my day. Uh, as I was saying, talking to Matty before I come on, I said, uh, I've got a very rare cancer. There's only two being treated with it in 35 years, and they don't know where the source is, and I had to have, 30, I had to have 28 bouts of radium, and they wanted me to have Timo, and I wouldn't have it. So it, it's an ongoing concern with me, and I had a lot of tests next month again. So it, it, let's say it's
0: keep me on the toes. Gee, Pam, we've been um, talking about a great friend of ours here at RSN who's been going through a similar situation in Dean Lester, and, and when we had a chat to Dean a couple of weeks ago, it was almost very similar with that They said that at the moment they haven't been able to find the source of of Dean's cancer, which obviously is is just devastating and frustrating. So h- how have they been doing the situation with you, Pam?
1: Well, as I said, I had uh, 28 bouts of radium and I've got to have PEP scans again and I've got to have blood tests and everything. Um, and when, when they told me what I had, I, I'm, I'm very good friends with a very top neurologist and that, and I told him, he said, I've never heard of it, and he had to look it up. But uh, it's it's the radiums knocked me, and the funny thing when I was getting it, it didn't worry me. But after, it, I don't want to eat. Everything tastes like cardboard. I don't know mm. what it is with it, you know. But it's um, let's say when I had it when I had it about 38 years ago, it didn't worry me. But I, as I'm getting there, I, I always say uh, Michael that I'm. Closer to the winning post and coming up the straight, <laughs> I think. Gee, it, it's uh, I don't think I've you know you can fight it like you used to when you're young, you
0: know. Hey, you know we're moving winning posts now. They've put a new winning <laughs> post in at Sandown, so. Good <laughs> <laughs> to <what you> know. <laughs> I think you better give me another
1: two hundred metres. I think. <laughs>
0: exactly right. Exactly, and uh, it sounds like you still got your spirit though, Pam. How how are you doing on a day to day basis?
1: Oh, oh, good. I look. All my life I've been a fighter and I've always had a sense of humour and, I, and uh, you know, I, I it, it's amazing. You meet people and they come up and say, oh, they're going well, and they, but people don't understand what they're going through, you know, and that's the way they cover it, I think, and I think I'm one of those that cover it.
0: And, I mean, you've been such a an inspiration and an icon for many, but you've also been as you say, someone that's given a lot of support for others through your role with the the Jockey Association in Queensland and, and I know you're still doing that despite the, the last 12 months and the health battles you've been going through. Yeah, Michael,
1: I have and, um, you know, I love racing. I love the people in racing. You can get some bad ones in racing but they're only a little majority of it all. But I love the racing, I love the people and I love the horse, mainly it's the horse, you know. And um, I'll I, I fight just the tooth and nail for the, for the industry. And uh, as I said, it's my life. See, I grew up in Ascot and there were 32 stables around there. Mm. And uh, I, I used to ride the horses up and down the street. And, uh, and you know, I, 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 I love the animals. And I said I love most of the people in it. Most, as I said, not all. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a terrific industry.
0: Have you still been able to get out and about with the horses?
1: Oh, I don't I don't as much now. I uh I I do I do. I love like I, I gave a horse away the other day, it was my birthday the other day and I have been able to get out to see him and I made sure that he had a good home and the girl brought him all the way down from Bow Desert for me to see him, which I thought was beautiful. Wow. You know. But I I've got a share in a dog, I got an ear <laughs> of a dog. <laughs> And I get a big thrill watching him. He's won five and a gentleman up here called Johnny Caden trains him and he's a very good trainer. And uh, I, uh, my son and I got an interest in him. It's a whole big syndicate. So maybe it's the hair we own. But anyhow, he's won five and I get a real thrill out of
0: him. Oh, that's magnificent. And uh, obviously you, you'd no doubt still be following all the races closely. And uh, to see what Jamie Carr was able to do over in Hong Kong, become the first female to win a feature race over there would have... Would have thrilled you, uh, obviously no end. Uh, considering you were one of the first to ride over in Japan all those years ago, as well. That's
1: right. Yeah, we we were, and uh, yes, I was thrilled. Like she, she's a she's got beautiful hands on a horse, and she's a good ride. She's a good jockey. She's a very good, female jockey. She's outstanding, and what she's accomplished is is a credit to her. And you uh, know, I get I, I like watching her ride, and uh, as I said, you get some balance and everything, and uh, I think she's a, she's a great asset to the industry. Uh, I knew there'd be one girl come along and, and and really make a name and really push it for the women. Really, you
0: know. Uh, and there's going to be a lot more coming through from what we're seeing. Uh, the young uh, female apprentices that are coming through, and there's great jockeys in up near the, the the leaderboard in all premierships now, in each state.
1: Yeah, there there is Michael, and uh, and you know, only for the girls. A lot of these clubs wouldn't have races because, uh, you know, you look, you look at a lot of the jockeys now; they're so tall. I couldn't get over how tall they are, you know, and how and uh, how they can keep their weight down. Where the girls seem not as tall and they seem to be a thinner build, but um, you know, I just think the racing's changed, changing, let's put it that way as as um, as for jockeys because. Uh, Women wouldn't make up heart trick was mm. the field in some of them, you
0: know. No, there's no doubt about that. Uh, and how are you doing, Pam? Have you got enough support to get through this period as well?
1: Oh, yes. I've got a lot of good people around me. A few bad ones, but a lot of good ones. You <laughs> know, <And>, uh, <laughs> a lot of the jockeys are great. Excellent. A lot of the jockeys are great.
0: Well, we wanted to touch base and and check up on you because uh, it's tough what you've been going through and you have been the the trailblazer. You you fought very hard to get uh, where you ended up as a jockey and you're fighting just as hard right now, Pam. So we're wishing you all the best.
1: Thank you, Michael. I appreciate the call.
0: We'll keep in contact. Pam, Pam O'Neill, what a legend she is. Uh, If there's a few listeners out there who are not familiar with what Pam O'Neill's history is and background, just jump on. and and Google her name. Of course, she's an inductee in the Hall of Fame uh, up in Queensland and she has a remarkable history, that fighting spirit, and she needs all of that fight right now. So we wish her all the best, Pam O'Neill.